Hello, Zebra Nation. I'm your host, Sophia garfia C, and this is Two Truths in a Tall Tale, a podcast that seeks to demystify what makes every zebra unique with a twist. In each episode, my guest and I will play a game. The guest will share three statements about themselves, and then it's up to me to guess which of these statements is a lie, otherwise known as a tall tale. This time, I am joined by Brian Courtois, director of the Global Enablement Center team. Hi, Brian. Thanks for having me. Yes, I am excited to hear your three statements. So go for okay, it. Ready? Yes. You're ready for this. Yes. So, okay. Statement number one, I can do up to 30 solid impersonations ranging from Elmo to SpongeBob SquarePants. Statement number two, my oldest daughter is a classically trained ballerina who turned doctor. Hmm. And statement number three, I played the Mouse King in a local production of The Nutcracker. Okay. I'm going to guess statement one is a lie. Maybe you can do like 29 impressions. Maybe it's not 30. Oh, you're, you're not right. Oh, <laughs> you almost got me there. The, the real lie is that I played the Mouse King in a local production of The Nutcracker. Okay. I didn't actually do play the Mouse King. I actually played... Uh, two parts within the, two other parts within that Nutcracker. Um, one of them was a uh, lead dad for the party scene. Uh, and then the uh, mother ginger role where I dressed up in, <laughs> in, in a wonderful, beautiful looking skirt with a huge <laughs> B-52s type of uh, wig and a ridiculous amount of uh, makeup. Wow, I know this is a podcast, but now I want to see a picture of this. <laughs> um, and so you're talking about ballet. So you you dance ballet? I, well, <laughs> it's, there are some dances within, uh, in the party scene, there's a little bit of dances that, that I do. So that's not really ballet, <laughs> but you know, the, the studio is a ballet studio. The Nutcracker is a, you know, a classic ballet. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So Okay, so in the Nutcracker, how how what was the story behind that? How did you get into doing that? Well, uh, my uh, lovely wife, she um, <laughs> she enlisted me one day. So you know, I was enjoying myself sitting on the couch by myself while the girls, both girls, were part of the Nutcracker for you know I, I would say a couple years, and I'd be sitting at home on Sunday afternoons watching you know American football, and um, all of a sudden um, Kate said. Um, you, you know, your Sunday afternoons are going to be, uh, uh, you're going to be at the ballet studio. And so like, <laughs> what? What, do you, what do you mean I'm going to be at the ballet studio and stuff like that? You're, oh, you're, you're going to be dancing in the uh, Nutcracker. What, what? What do you mean I'm going to be dancing in the Nutcracker and stuff like that? I'm like, I don't know how to do any of that stuff. And she's like, yeah, yeah, you're, you're, I'm sorry, you were chosen by the artistic director that you're, you're going to be one of the, one of the uh, dads. And I'm like, uh, uh, oh, okay. And so I end up, you know, going to, you know, the Sunday and Monday rehearsals and I'm very uncomfortable in the beginning because I two left feet and don't really know how to dance at all. So after a while and after, you know, uh, getting used to it, you know, it was great. I met some fantastic dads. I got a chance to uh, interact with my, uh, my daughters who were both part of the Nutcracker. So that I actually got to see them on Sundays and Mondays as opposed to them just being in the studio I, I made some new friends. I got to spend some time with my girls. It's been a wonderful uh, Christmas tradition for us to be able to go do the Nutcracker, um, you know, with the or with the organization. And it really, for 
young, uh, young children that are growing up, it provides a lot of structure for them. Uh, you know, going towards a cause um, and doing a production is fantastic for their, their development overall. Uh, and I love being a part of that and, and the enrichment there. So speaking of your wife, I believe we have a special guest today. You want to you wanna come over? Hello. <laughs> Welcome, Kate. Nice. Hello, Zebra Nation. So I'm Kate Courtois, married to Brian Courtois, and I uh, am the director of uh, Portfolio Lifecycle Marketing for our printers and our scanner portfolios. And also president of the board. And yes, president of the board of the American Dance Theater of Long Island, which is why ah. poor Brian has to suffer and do what it is that he has to go do. Yes. <laughs> that makes a lot more sense now. And Kate, what was going through your mind when you volunteered Brian for this? Was it just truly random or did yeah, you have a plan? <laughs> so random. It was kind of the way he, he describes it, right? It's, you know, our girls, I was with the girls naturally as they were, um, you know, participating in this. And it, you know, it, it's, it's almost like a full-time job for a child to be in a performance like that. So we were gone a lot. And, you know, he, you know, we don't have boys. So he was, he was home alone a lot. And um, it was a way to, you know, for him to just, get to experience what they were growing their passion in and be able to spend time as a family. Uh, honestly, yeah. that's really what it came down to. And so he, uh, and he, he is very animated, very kind of theatrical. And, um, and so he was enlisted and it was a great way for us to spend time as a family <laughs> and the holiday season. Otherwise we wouldn't have, you know, had that time together. So. And then, so on that, that very first rehearsal, when you were thrown into it, any memorable experiences? <laughs> she was probably laughing. She was probably la I was petrified. I was absolutely petrified. Two left feet. It was just, it was, it was horrendous. I was very, very nervous up until the first or the second show. Like, I'm like, I don't know if I'm going to be able to do this and so on and so Once, once I did it and with the other dads and everything like that, it was, then we were hooked. It was a ton of, I've never laughed as much as <laughs> I've laughed in the, and we were, we would get dressed in the men's bathroom at the Patchogue Theater. So you'd have like, you know, five dads just hanging out, cracking jokes and uh, getting dressed for the, you know, for the dancing and so on and so forth. So. Are these all dads that were voluntold? Yeah. Oh yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah. Pretty much. <laughs> you know. Oh my God. It's just, and just good people. Right, yeah. just good, good people. All the same I... motivation, right? Dads who yeah. are, are there for their kids. Yeah. Okay, so I never asked, how exactly did you end up playing the Mother Ginger role? Because you said that you didn't have any experience with performing in these productions, so so I just want to hear more about that. People that know me within Zebra know that I'm fairly animated and I like to keep, you know, I, I, I like to have fun. I like to be with uh, people that have desire, energy, and um, creativity. Creativity is a huge element of what uh, I love in life in general. So the so the Nutcracker came naturally, and and the artistic director was like, oh, we got to have have him there. And then that just kind of migrated over to when the the person that wasn't doing uh, was finished doing Mother Ginger, the other gentleman who was there for you know a number of years. They they said, oh no, you're doing it. Next, I'm like, what what do you, what do you mean? I'm dressing up and putting on makeup and stuff like that. That was the most uncomfortable thing to be able to put on eyelashes for the first time these huge long eyelashes this gentleman told taught me how to you know put them on myself and I'm like what, 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 I don't have to do this stuff right so so that was but then after you know a couple of years it's like oh this is just natural 
right? Of uh, which is terrifying, right, Sophia? Terrifying. Yeah. I I feel a little squeamish <laughs> thinking about putting on eyelash. Like I put on contacts, but I I draw a line with eyelashes. I mean, one of the best parts that I enjoyed with the mother ginger roll is just the the to see the girls. There's so. Mother Ginger has uh, what's called Polly Chanel's, right? Polly Chanel's are the little uh, girls and boys that mm-hmm. are part of um, the production of that of that particular scene or that dance. Uh, whenever I would come out and I would get my makeup on, the girls were and the uh, and, and young boys, a couple boys, right, were fascinated with what I looked like. You know, it was like you're a dad. You're you you wearing what are you you're you look like a girl and, and just right just those types of things it's uh you know it's you can imagine for our daughters too there's a lot of eye rolling because it's embarrassing for them of course right it's okay. one of those things you can't unsee sophia you know what i mean as a wife okay so <laughs> no no picture that <laughs> i'll show you a picture I oh yeah I'd, I'd be curious to see that um so how many years have you been doing it now as a family uh, so our oldest is 25 and she started when she was four and a half. So yeah, yeah. yeah long time. Yeah. Yep. Mother Ginger, I've been doing for probably at least 10 years. Right. And, and probably, probably 15, 15 seven, seven, yeah. 17 years, mm-hmm. something like that. Yeah. A long time. Yeah. So question for both of you, what is the most unexpected thing that came out of this experience? Yeah, I would say, um, you know, you don't kind of go into something like that thinking, oh, this is my passion, right? And as a mom, you're just there kind of supporting your kids. So for me, um, it's very gratifying to be able to give back. You know, when you're working full time and then you've got a family, you know, you don't always have the opportunity to feel like you're doing something that contributes to the community. And so for me, um, you know, being able to give time and, and efforts to an organization that I think you know, does create a really nice impact in our community and has a really good influence and has had a very strong influence on the development of our kids. Um, you know, that I, I wasn't necessarily expecting how, um, you know, gratifying that would be, you know, to have an experience like that. That's my. Yeah, I, I agree with that. I would add to that is that, you know, I would have never thought our daughter would be a doctor. Right. Mm. And I think the experience of her dancing led her to, you know, and she had some injuries. And mm-hmm. it was, we, you know, and I, I had some injuries from running and we kind of led her into the career of, of you know, doctor physical therapy. And, and she just became uh, laser focused on it. And the discipline that she learned mm-hmm. from dancing and actually the memory skills mm-hmm. that you build up from learning, you know, 20 different dances that she does on an, on an annualized basis, um, the structure and the discipline from it is, was tremendous and, and really led to her career as a doctor of physical therapy. Yeah. Yeah. So this year's show is probably looking a little different, right? Unfortunately, I, this year we, it's still kind of up in the air whether we're going to do yeah. full, mm. uh, virtual nutcracker or whether we're able to do it in person. It's not looking like we're going to be able to do it in person, mm. but we're still practicing. Yeah. And it's still great from uh, from that perspective to be able to have the kids be able to, you know, mm. go towards a goal. And in some respects, it's look, this is adversity. For kids to understand adversity, life's not perfect. Yeah. Life's not fair. We go through yeah. pandemics. Let's uh, let's work through it. And well, and despite everything keeping everyone apart, I guess at the end of, end of the day, you've all built a really great community over yeah. the years. So that's that's what I think really matters. Yeah. yeah. Well, thank you for joining me on the podcast, Brian and Kate. It was really great talking to you.
Absolutely a pleasure. Thank um, you, Sophia. Yeah. This was fun. Thank you for tuning in to this episode of Two Truths and a Tall Tale. This series is produced by the Global Business Communications team with the goal of sharing the stories of the incredible people that make up Zebra. Make sure to check back every month for a new episode. If you would like to be on our podcast or know someone that has a great story to share, reach out to us. And if you enjoyed this episode, let us know in the comments below.